Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. Ian, the professor. And Cousin Max. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review. Cousin Max, it's been a while. We've missed you. I've missed you. I feel like um, the rest of Philadelphia has made their rounds on our podcasts, but we always come back to the ones we love. Well, you know, sometimes you can't hog the whole thing. You have to allow everyone else a chance to say their piece before I come back in and take back over. You're sharing in the greatness? I am. <clears throat> He's very benevolent. Well, you know, I try. Wonderful. Today, uh, since Richley is far, far away, we are enjoying hops in his absence since he seems to not... He likes us a lot, but he likes us less when he shows up and we are serving hops. So uh, we are starting with a little Lagunita Sucks, which... They, it started off as a, a one-off beer. Uh, it was brewed because they had some distribution if, issues with their uh, brown sugar. They um, do have great names. <clears throat> they do. And so this was kind of like a substitute beer that they made because they just had to put something out. Uh, so they made this Lagunitas Sucks, and then everyone tried it and loved the hell out of it. So they're just like, well, I guess we're going to keep making it. So this is that's uh, I like the name even better when I think about it that way, because it's more like they're admitting their failure. Right. Like, Lagunitas Sucks, they ran out of my brown sugar. Oh, this is delicious. This, this is the most delicious failure yeah. ever. Some failure, like chocolate chip cookies. What? Chocolate chip cookies were a mistake. I don't believe you. I believe somebody that raisin to, in any somebody cookie. Somebody was trying to make chocolate well, cookies, and instead of melting the chips, they're like, oh, if I just throw them in, they'll probably melt. And they did not. You know, every time I eat chocolate chip <laughs> cookies, it turns is. into a mistake. So I can see where this is coming from. <laughs> Moderation is not your gift. Uh, yeah, I don't do things in, uh, how do you say it? Moderation. Moderation. <laughs> I love my chocolate chip I cookies. I rather need a moderator. Without chocolate chips. So when I make them at home, I make so a you little... like like, what, sugar cookies? But they don't taste like sugar cookies. Sugar cookies to me That's are boring. True. They're not So the they're just... Yeah. Thank you for realizing that. Usually no, you fight me just for the sake so of fighting. So ch chocolate chipless cookies. Yes. Okay. But I just... I just coined that, by point. the way. All royalties. Just saying. So in other words, same, when same we... Same as got nothing on you. <laughs> when we finally open our restaurant and we have the dessert menu we will have chocolate chipless <laughs> cousin max's famous chocolate chipless cookies i like this Ooh, that but smells awesome chocolate. max doesn't have the same ring as amos but it's uh you know chipless. famous max i'll go with that as a girl from lancaster nothing has the same ring as amos let me tell you <laughs> amos levi yeah the critter oh, the critters and the stolzfuses yeah malachi jeremiah all right <laughs> I heard he was a bullfrog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we're only on the first beer. And by only on, I Just mean the I, first sip. I haven't had beer. a sip yet. Yeah. <clears throat> I will say we picked this up. I think normally uh, just because it was Lagunitas. I have been a big fan of theirs in the past. I started with the uh, something something. I think it was a little something something was the first one I had, and then I've had their regular IPA, and I've had their Maximus. Which, let me tell you, Maximus. if you are at, like, a barbecue on a hot summer day, Maximus. two to seven of Which, those will do you <laughs> just I'm fine. fairly certain we did something like that, didn't we? Is that Not the, with the Maximus. Fourth of July a party? Fourth of July party. It was a pool party. And I brought my own. I just picked up a case of it. And I'm pretty sure I drank most of the case that day. And I felt like royalty. As you will should. I mean, I always do, but... Even more so than more usual. More so than usual. And I love the little something-something. Not only for A, bottle art, B, name, but C, awesome. It's kind of got the trifecta going on. It when really we, is a great, great beer. When we put that on the website and I 
bought a six pack and told Jason he needed to take pictures of the bottle. He, he kept trying to position it so it wasn't so suggestive. And I'm like, oh no, own it. Go ahead and just let it be. Yeah. Come on, Jason. Now, this being my first time with the Lagunita Sucks, the first thing that I got off of it was a giant grapefruit punch you in the nose. And I was expecting a huge rush of really, really bitter hops. Nope. Oh, no, that that's... a lot of the times will accompany that that huge, strong, o- almost overpowering. But when you get into it, it's actually sweet. It is, it's, which is what's very... Well, I think it's, you know, hence the brown sugar it's substitute. It's quaffable. Well, Quite and nice. let me tell you this. It's going to be quaffed. Let me put it that way. We started with this one as the mild beer, believe it or not, because the next one is Victory's Hop Wallop. So we didn't want to start with a wallop and then follow up with a little suck. Yes? Uh, go on. You made that face before I even said my inappropriate thought, so go on. No, I was not doing anything inappropriate. I was just reading the label. The thing that I like, uh, one of the things I like the best about Lagunitas is on their label, running around it, they always have a little border of words, and they're different for every type of beer, not every bottle. But... If I may. Sure. E.K. Ross would have enjoyed our suffering in 2010 when we saw we couldn't brew our brown sugar. But in our time of deepest despair, as is common to artists everywhere, broke, hungover, abandoned by the muse, and prepared to take a job at Arby's, we found in that darkness the spark of inspiration that would yield up this nearly sanctified recipe. I like it. It's motivational. It's a little sad, a little bit of comedy and tragedy at the same mm-hmm. time, but at the same time, redemption. Pulls on my artist's heartstrings. And no Arby's, so I respect them more for that. To borrow from an epic movie. Today we spell redemption. S-U-C-K-S. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's, it's just like natural conversation. Someone makes a punchline and then you take a moment, you reflect on it while you, you have a sip. To. I like how the uh, the Lagunitas Sucks label almost looks like the aftermath of the Trogue's Nugget Nectar. <laughs> like Kersplat? After he's done crushing the giant yeah. juicy hop, there's just a splattered mess left on the bottle. I can see it. Simple, though. It is simple. It's simple but elegant. It gets the point across. You would have appreciated the tum- tongue buckler art. And the beer. Ballast point. The yes. Tongue- Ooh. Imperial Red. That was we had that on Jordy's day, uh, which I just realized I re-listened to that podcast, and she was a very expressive and fantastic guest. But an hour and ten minutes in, I am not sure how much we talked about beer. Well, that much. Yeah, that sort of reminds me of the Mad Elf episode. <laughs> That's true. Where that was two hours long. <laughs> we're two hours in. I'm not sure what we were doing at that point. That's because you were napping in the corner. Oh, but it was a delicious, well-deserved, earned nap. Next uh-huh. year for Christmas, I'm not going to give you a hat with a little pillow on the end because well, you just took advantage. Well, that was your mistake. That was our downfall. It's all right. You already gave him one. I'll just bring it again. I'll bring it again. <laughs> as long as there's no antlers involved. I'll pack my own pillows. <laughs> Jason's never going to out. Where his antlers? No, he's never going to outlive his antlers. They're going to, they they're going to linger for a very yeah, long there, time. There is photographic evidence of the antlers. It's good. Which, fortunately enough, I was no bells next year though. Spared. No yeah. bells and no inserting the little maniacal elf. Well, sound. I know. I felt like we had a fifth podcast. Yeah, right? more or less. There's quite a few interjections. And like my fault. It took me half the day. <laughs> I wasn't the one that kept saying it. Uh. So, 
maybe this is a natural thing for a lady to ask, even though I know I have very strong opinions on this, but we have just passed Valentine's Day. And as as a couple of ladies men, mm, lady uh, boys, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Let's not go tie here. Uh, I've had a lot of surgery. <laughs> what? Okay. A haircut is not surgery. Um, like what did you guys do to celebrate? Because the answer for me is always a big fat nothing. I love to celebrate the 15th, which is when all of the chocolate goes on sale. That oh, sale chocolate is the best it chocolate. It is fantastic. Some people look for sales. I look for sales. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... No, my Valentine's Day was probably the most epic in my ongoing 10-year relationship. Um, even going back to our first one or two where... You're putting in all the effort in the world to make sure that everything goes perfectly right. And hoping she timed. sticks it out to your tent. Hoping that she does not leave you broke and in despair somewhere on the side of the road. Sure. Um, this year was she can't. She by can't far. Drive. <laughs> this year was by far my favorite. Uh, I try to ignore that. Um, I ended up working until I ended up working until about seven seven thirty that night. And she was going out for a couple of drinks with some of her single friends. You know, they were all out together. So I figured, single ladies. I figured, all right, I've got flowers. I already had ordered the jewelry that was waiting at home. Walk my way down six blocks from my job to where she was with three to four dozen roses with me. Ooing and eyeing all the way were, you know, other single ladies. I felt like a lord. Finally getting to my final destination, I show up, have a couple of drinks, give over the flowers. 10 o'clock or so rolls around, we uh, head out of there thinking about what we're going to do for dinner, so we end up at a drive through Chick-fil-A and eat it in the parking lot. That's great. It was probably so classy. by far my favorite Valentine's Day, and actually, all things considered, one of my favorite holiday moments I've had. Ian would not have made it six blocks with four dozen roses. He would have just given them to ladies. I would have been ladies. giving them all away. I was yeah. thinking that. <laughs> I, was, I would have started with four and gotten there at two. I'm like, aww. Uh, so my Valentine's Day was great. I am single, which is great as well. There's no sarcasm there. So I went out to lunch with a dear friend of mine. Uh, her name is Dory. She's wonderful. And she listens to the podcast. She does listen to the podcast. Um, we had a great time. Where Shared did you a go? a bottle of wine. We went to a White Dog Cafe in Wayne. Oh. Highly recommend it if you haven't been. There's another location down in the city. Is That's the one I've there been is. to. What's that on Sansom? Yes. yes. It's not in, far from the wine room. Uh, like University City. It's area. right down the street from the new deck. <clears throat> yes. Really fantastic food. We just had a great lunch. Had a nice little chat. Uh, went thrift shopping. Consignment shopping, I should say. Uh, I didn't find anything, unfortunately. Well, you found a lot of things. Nothing they up to just your didn't standard. Fit right. Yes. There was a three-piece pinstripe suit that would have been perfect for a party that we're going to attend this evening. However, it was just a tad too small. It was not meant to be. And then I went to uh, one of my favorite local hangouts. Um, it's just a little Irish pub. It's called McShay's. And I happen to know that the bartender there, the daytime bartender, is a fan of sunflowers. So I bought a Smart few sunflowers lady. and brought them in. And she's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, bringing you some Valentine's Day flowers. And she's like, what? Really? Those are for me? And I was like, yep. And then I was like, nah, I'm taking them with me when I go. I was just kidding. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. And I was like, no, I'm kidding. They're for you. <laughs> See, when he's sarcastic, you can tell. I can't believe he had to preface that. Yeah, I can certainly tell. Uh, I guess most when flowers are on the line. And then I, I took a book that I've just started reading. 
I sound like the lamest person ever, really. <laughs> and creepy, too. And I, <laughs> and I went to one of my favorite bars, which I'm sure you all know the name of by now. Uh, and I had a, a nice little Grand Cru beer and read my book. And Is it a four-letter name? It's a four-letter name, okay. yeah. And there's a few locations. Uh, Would there happen to be they have Sunday more than school? two and less than four? There would be. <laughs> just about that amount, okay. yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be there tomorrow. Uh, so that was fun. And um, had a great time. Really regret nothing. It was a good It was a good day. That's lovely. Mistress? I worked for 14 hours. Then I went to the bar with a book and ordered wine. Books are good friends. Yeah. And I got a They're little bit of flack from people you. who yeah. couldn't believe I would go to a bar alone, but I didn't really, to me, it's like, why wouldn't you? Going to a bar by myself is probably one of my favorite things. It's true. And I didn't, until I met him, I didn't have the nerve, believe it or not, you know, being the, I don't believe it. the wallflower that I am. I just don't believe it. Um, but when we first started going places, we would always sit at the bar, even though there were two of us. And I quickly learned it's way more fun up there. Like you're in That's the heart of the action. You meet all the fun people. So when Sitting I go alone, my favorite. I almost... I would say it's a 50-50 toss-up whether or not I actually read my book because chances are I've met someone along the way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I had a couple glasses of red wine, not beer. Um, but that, to me, it was Valentine's Day. It seemed like a heart-healthy thing to do. <laughs> wallow my sorrow. It wasn't, though. It there's wasn't a, sad. There's a lot of uh, choices that I was looking for, like Red Prism. And I was looking for anything with along the, the Valentine's Day. Did you theme. get any seduction? I went home and fell asleep. Oh. He's there like, was neither, seduction. neither from Oma Gang nor Chick-fil-A did he find any seduction. But you know what? And I wasn't, <clears throat> I wasn't even upset about it. No, you just you had a nice evening. I had yeah. a great evening. I went home and all I wanted to do when I got home was go to bed. It was all that chicken. See, the it best, was all that chicken. The best part of that is that you guys didn't have expectations. I think that's why you had fun. Well, yeah. It's when people put unnecessary. Well, that, and I finally managed to not screw up a Valentine's Day. There were flowers and presents. I what what have you done in the past to ruin Valentine's Day? Guys? No flowers or presents. The thing is, I don't, and I know that when Jordy was here, we talked about what we're willing to pay for things, but I don't like when things are more expensive on just that one day. Just because it's a special day. Yeah. I Look, mean, I'm going to throw this out there, just because after ten years, they're no longer my finances and your finances; they are our finances. So there's really no secrets here, anyway. Four dozen roses, forty-eight dollars. Wow. Thank you, Trader Joe's. Okay. Uh, I was also saying earlier, I went, uh, when I was at my, my little favorite bar, there was a handful of girls there that I know who were working, and so I ran out real quick and I picked up a couple flowers for them. Now, I didn't get anything crazy, you know, I'm not their boyfriend, I'm not trying to be their boyfriend or anything, so I just bought a couple uh, nice Gerber daisies and just brought them in and said, hey, you know, happy Valentine's Day, have a great night. But while I was standing in line to pay for my Gerber daisies, I overheard somebody ringing up uh, a dozen roses, and it was seventy six dollars. Exactly, that's insane. So, like you can I get said, get them on the side of the highway for ten. Well, my, my honest opinion is this: is I that see no problem with that, frankly. Every single occasion that I need to get flowers for, supermarket. Try to go to a I, nicer supermarket. Produce Junction's pretty fantastic. But to be honest, it's and I don't I don't mean to come down on you florists out there. You know, because honestly, you know, wedding functions, I'm not going to Whole Foods to pick up my flowers for a wedding. It's just not enough. But my whole thing is that if you're going to get somebody a dozen roses, if you're going to buy flowers for the house, if you're going to get flowers to, you know, for a get well or for a, for a congratulatory, 
they're perfectly good. I've had flowers from supermarkets that have lasted three weeks at home. Now, I, I agree with you, but I will also say that florists basically pay their yearly rent off of Mother's Day and Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, yes. So it is kind of like their, their Black Friday, so to speak. And I don't necessarily begrudge them that because the rest of the year they're really not making. Oh no! I completely any understand money. why the prices are the way they are. My mother. I just refuse to pay them. Yeah. My mother's birthday. Okay, I'm gonna admit this was the day that we celebrated Ian's birthday, and I was here celebrating with Ian, and I had just gotten it's back. Because I had beer and she don't drink. So. <laughs> I had just gotten back from Africa, and I'm. I had I think six hours at home, and I woke up at three in the morning and went, oh no. I didn't, you know, I had some stuff that I bought in Africa, but I, there was no way I was going to get it to her that day. So I went online and I just typed in, like, flower delivery, no service charge, and figured out what came up. And same day flower delivery, really not a bad price at all. My best part was when I called to see if they arrived. She had no idea they were from me. Like somewhere when she pulled off all of the plastic, the card came with it. And she was asking everyone who came in her door that day because she's a hairdresser. So lots of people come to visit. Did you buy me these flowers? Did you buy me these flowers? I was like, Mom, really? Thanks. <laughs> Money well like, spent when yeah, you have no idea. Happy birthday. By the by. Yeah. She was proud of them. They were pretty. I liked them. I saw them maybe two weeks later and they were still alive. So something, something I like worked. It. I like it. Flowers are one thing that... You know, I like having them in the house. They're I do nice. too. They do brighten a room. They're nice, but you know, I've never, nice. I've never understood. Uh, but I'm definitely not one for cards either. I've no. never understood cards. It's cards here's a, here's the best way to waste. You know what? I look at it like this: I could either buy somebody a card or buy them a can of ten fifty. <laughs> They're at the same price. It's true. Well, it depends where you're buying it. Touche. Well, and what There's drives, no $17 cans of 10.50 here, ladies and gentlemen. What drives me crazy is when someone spends like $6 for a card and they write at the top, you know, two max and at the bottom, love Shannon, and that's it. I What on earth did you just pay for? Right. I, I truly, I have always been very upfront. And I even, don't do cards. Even the ones that are like nice and cute, it's like you read it and then you're just like... Well, now I feel bad about throwing this out. Right, so I also to, I'm not going to keep it. All right, you I feel obligated talk. to either put this on my door or refrigerator or mantelpiece somewhere. Yeah, but I then just what's, want to throw it out. What's like, clutter? Because we all know, like with Christmas trees, like you know when you're going to get rid of the Christmas tree. When do you? When is it appropriate to get rid of a card? To me, immediately. But is there a normal protocol? Thank you for, so much. Kind thoughts. Appreciate the <clears> gift. I'll Correct. wait till you leave and then it's yeah, going wait in the till garbage. They leave. Don't throw it out in front of them. Now, Ian's got a stockpile of cards. <clears throat> Do I? Yes. I've still been waiting for oh, one. Cards it's been to like two on. years yeah, 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 now. Yeah. Um, That's the other thing. I, like, because I don't like receiving them, I don't like writing them. No, the ones that you got in. Yeah, I know. They're cool. At the beach. Yeah, they're cool. They're awesome. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure card. And it, like,. The title for one is like, so sorry to hear about your dot, dot, dot. And then there's like 30 boxes that you can check off. And it's like robotic butler or, <laughs> you know, sprained tendon. Like it well, just like goes down the gamut. It's like everything you could wish for. And then there's like an other box that you can check. Or it's like, you know, I like the thank you. It's I like, like it how with all those options, there is still an other box. Yeah. There's one that says, thank you for the castle or something. Yeah. I was like, that's great. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's reminiscent of, uh, a friend of a friend of the family and then another friend of mine both do the same thing with cards. Where they will intentionally go out. Well, actually, you know what? 
it hasn't been confirmed yet whether it's intentional or not, where it's laziness or just they happen to have one lying around. They will buy, for your birthday, they will go out and get a happy St. Patrick's Day card <laughs> and cross out St. Patrick's and write in birthday and cross out something else and put in your name. <laughs> and there will be omissions left and right with... Happy first blatant, birthday. Blatant. You know exactly what this card was meant for. <laughs> but, oh, it's, See yeah, that? happy first birthday, cross out that yeah. first. And you know what? Reading those that way is a lot more fun. I kind of like the idea of going out and buying, like maybe two dozen cards and just picking them out at random and then just putting them in a stack and no matter what the occasion is, you take the top one off the stack and just write it out and do I that. That's kind of fun. have a rule. It's sort of like my $5 sunglass rule. Uh, 50 cents is what I will spend on a card. So $5 on a pair of sunglasses? Yeah, that's my 50 max. 50 cents on a card? I don't think I've ever even the seen The dollar store sells them. The Dollar Tree Lancaster. <laughs> sells them two for a dollar. <laughs> Um, the problem I'm having now is that some people I've known long enough that I'm starting to like rotate because it's been eight years they're and they only have of, so many 50 cent cards to choose from. They're made out of thatch. <laughs> but I do, the one thing I do, and this isn't going to surprise you guys because you've heard endless stories about what I believe in terms of hospitality and being a good host, but uh, holiday cards, I really do. But again, I don't put my picture and my bio in there for this is what I did this year, but I always do write a personal note and it's usually on the whole, you know, left side of the card. So if I haven't seen you I think it's great all to year, hear from somebody. Like a car, like a letter in the mail is great, but yeah. like, you know, for your birthday where it's like, here's a gift and here's a card that says, Ian, happy birthday. Love your friend. It's like... <laughs> or you could have put another paper. $5 in there. Yeah. The gift. Yeah, buy me a bottle. Buy me a bottle of beer to put with this gift. <laughs> yeah. Buy me a bottle of Lagunitas sucks. I don't understand why. How there's a whole industry for it. Like, is it just that people don't know how to say what they want to say? I can say happy birthday to you. We're also not a writing nation anymore. That's true. Everything used to be correspondence. <clears throat> I, uh, I do miss that. I saw everything's it in emails the... that come back to bite you in the ass, like Enron. I saw a phenomenal <laughs> Facebook post so the random. other day, which made me laugh pretty hard. All right. It was ten years ago guy buried under a pile of mail and next to a guy you've got mail looking so excited today 732 unread emails looks it picks up a letter that just came into the door so happy to see this letter and it just shows that a lot of the times we're pining for things that we used to want to get rid of by technology right but since technology has managed to Make infiltrate so every level of our lives if we I, now want to go back to things that are a lot more natural. When you have like those email chains that are just like back and forth, like one sentences. It's oh, like, yeah, do that. Okay, cool. No, settled. Done. Ah. Do you remember when email forwards were a thing? And now if someone sends you a forward, you want to reach the computer and slap them? Like, who has room for junk I email from my friends? The, uh, I, <laughs> the Stewie, Stewie Griffin approach and just <laughs> fly out and slap them in the face. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. What do um, you guys think? Listeners? <laughs> How do you feel about cards? Are we way off base? And Are we flowers. Just like this weird and flat wall. I see. Here's my thing. I love flowers. Um, I agree. They bright my room. But I am not. I appreciate that you bought some flowers in Gerber Day. I was gonna say if I can chime in real quick. Uh, all the flowers I bought together were less than yours. Oh, I would hope so. And I mean, I wasn't getting dozens of them by any means. Right. But like. Roses are just so expensive on that day, and I was getting like beautiful sunflowers for like three fifty. My favorites are um, tulips and sunflowers, and there's just something. And there are days when when they just come into season, a bunch of tulips, which is maybe eight blossoms, is still like twenty twenty five dollars. 
that's nuts to me. You know, go to I, Amsterdam. Oh. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. <laughs> Hamster slam. How many beers have you had before you got here, cousin Matt? Yeah, motors. Not enough. It's Saturday night. The night is yet young. I like it. I like it. Oh, we got a long night though. We can't get too crazy. It's true. Well, that's what the night is for, isn't it? Well, yes and no, but we have a party to get to. It is actually a Valentine's Day party. Party. Um, it is a party that was started by a friend of mine many years ago and started as kind of like a singles get together for St. Valentine's. And it is, uh, it's always a 1920s themed party. And I borrowed a flapper dress for the occasion. I don't know if commemorates the right word. Uh, the, there was a, back in the 20s, there was a, a gangland, a mobster fight going on and a bunch of Irish guys, I think, got killed one night and it was called the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Um, so every, every year we have the St. Valentine's Day Massacre party and it's like this 1920s kind of thing. So I'm looking forward to it. I told Nathan I was going and he's like, oh, that party's been going on forever. <laughs> it really has. Yeah. It's kind of like a thing. Um, and this is the first year it's always been at like an apartment and this is the first year it's actually gotten so big that they had to book a bar on a Saturday night nonetheless. Wow. And there was like a hundred tickets that went on sale online right away and those sold out in days and then there was like another 50 that went up and they sold out so and then you can buy them at the door. So there's going to be a lot of people at this party. It's going to be popping. Everyone's going to be dressed up and it's going to be, it, costumes are mandatory. If you don't, if you're not dressed up, you can't come in. I like it. I think it's awesome. This is a big deal because we had this weekend scheduled for like four months. We were supposed to do nothing this weekend. We were going to sit in the corner. I don't think we could do nothing if we tried. <laughs> well, exactly. what are you doing this weekend? Well, we're podcasting. We're well, going... <laughs> I'd hardly consider that a monumental effort. We're going for an 18-mile trek. Okay, well, that's more like it. From here to the party. <laughs> that's more like it. We're going to dinner. We're going to Sunday school. We're having a zombie party. You know, normal Basically, weekend. we do a lot of entertaining. There's a and, whole lot of first world problems thinks. getting thrown around here. Sometimes we see each other while we're entertaining, and sometimes we don't, and yet we're still friends on the other side. Mm. I like it. So it goes. I like so that. Yes, I I'm looking forward to this party this evening, and uh, perhaps we'll stop at Jack's Firehouse for a quick bite or something on the way. Uh, yeah, those tenderloin tips are unbelievable. The steak tips? Yes. Woo! They just, you don't even need, oh man. They Anything. Just, we took Jarrett once. Jarrett's a little bit of a picky eater. He ordered like three servings. He did. He ordered three in a row. And they were closing. It was a Sunday night. That's impressive. They were. Um, he like ate them and he's like, these are delicious. I'd like another one. And he ate those and he was like, one more please. And we, I like, I texted the bartender to say, hey, we're on our way. When does the kitchen close? And they said, oh, 10 minutes. Do you want me to put in an order for you? Yes, 10 orders, please. Well, and what I didn't realize is, well, basically the kitchen was closed till we got there and sat down to eat the first order, and he just kept ordering them, and they kept showing up. So, oh, man. There's some very angry chefs <laughs> lurking around no, the halls. No, because that's the night that we took the beer out, so they were more agreeable because we mm. gave them Mad Elf and truffles, and, you know, maybe that's why they kept cooking for I us. I was going to say, otherwise you'd show up, you'd, you'd get into the, wherever you were parked, and there'd be a bunch of white-clad gentlemen just... <laughs> <laughs> with very sharp knives. I do need oh, to yes. say that that was a sharp big day. Sharp enough to cut those steak tips. Big day in Cousin Max's life. He learned how to curl ribbon that night. 
I was oh, pretty I do excited. Remember you guys that. were very helpful. I do remember that. <laughs> as I got dressed. <laughs> Ian got the glory, but we did all of the logistical work. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm all it's about like, it's just like, economics. like what I'm doing it here. Trickles down. It's just like, like what I I'm doing here. I get the glory, here. but I hand it off. You know, I'm playing support right now. This is what I do best. But what are you doing right now? Sitting in a chair, you know, having a beer. You know, I'm always trying to throughout, throughout the rest of my normal week, I'm trying to you know be in a more uh, you know proactive situation. The weekend's for support. You have lovely skin. The weekend. I, I, try. I, try. <laughs> I try. The weekend's for curling ribbon because. That's. I mean, we never know you're can straight. Leave this podcast, listeners, troubles. please. <laughs> Nobody can know about my curling ribbon ribbon technique, which, good. by the way, was quite refined. It was. You I were, showed poise. They looked beautiful. They really Thank did. You. They, they were well received. Thank you. I kind of wish we had a picture of one next year. I'm not sure that the basket was the best idea. It was difficult to maneuver with it, but they made think, a really good oh, presentation. Oh, once we get our brubicles, we'll bring them in those. That's it. That's a good idea. We need a brubicle. Describe it, because people aren't. I think we know went over this before, but I can't remember what it is. I think I sent you an email. Or you a did, text and I don't remember what it was. So basically, there's a company that makes personal storage cellars for your beer and they're customizable but it's basically just a wooden box with slots on the inside like a crate that basically yeah. holds like a case it's or a two. wood crate it's a wooden crate but it's all handmade and it's really nice looking uh it's got like nice leather handles on the side that are bolted in and the top you can actually write on with like chalk and stuff so you can say what's inside and you don't have to open it up and look at it all the time so you can have your case of beer aging and they stack real nice um, but I really want to get some. You can get your logo emblazoned on the side. Emblazoned on the side. So we we're thinking about uh, investing. It's really hard to travel to some beer dinners with like four coolers of beer. Yeah, and like and and cardboard cases. They just they're not very sturdy. Well, they just I'm always afraid that they're just gonna they open up onto the bottom. Or... Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm noticing my uh, my aversion to cardboard at the moment with my kitchen project going on right now, and all of my uh, kitchen belongings are stacked up precipitously on my dining room table <laughs> in cardboard boxes and every time and I go to, like, through sink and to try to find and... something it's oh god please no don't fall and break everything so it's it's anything from pots and pans to wine glasses yeah. all over the place there's far too many breakables in a kitchen oh far too many so yeah these these rubicles are quite nice they look very handy and uh, I look forward to getting it Ian are you empty I am oh would you like a little wallop I would round two I'm actually surprised for as long as we've been doing this, we have never done a victory beer. So I felt like this was a good option. Pretty sure all my beers are victory I was beers. Gonna, I was going to try to make a comment on that. but Well, and if you really want a comment on a victory beer, keep in mind, I, I live in a different zip code in a different state. But I, I think victory does some really good stuff for being so close right there in Downingtown, Pennsylvania. Uh, these beautiful 22-ounce bottles were on sale. They're always uh, going back from sales to sales. Exactly. Would you believe... A good sale is totally worth it. $2.40. $2.40? I wouldn't believe that. I only bought me. six of them. I would have bought quick. every... Eight and a half percent? Yeah. A whole pint? A whole... A whole imperial pint. Eight and a half percent. $2.40. Talk about drinking like... on a budget. This is a college kid's dream. Well, right. and down Take the road, aside your hurricanes. This is this is your get your rid of the old English. Bring to the party. Yeah. You know, you bring this instead of a bottle a of wine. Night. Exactly. Yeah, like it's I like said, a bad bottle. Of wine. No more malt liquor, kids. Well, not I'm that never, I'm advocating underage drinking, but I've done it. I am. You've done it, but you're never gonna do it again. <sighs> Thank God. 
Unfortunately. I mean, do you... It means I'm too old to do it. I'm fairly certain I haven't had soda since I turned 21. <laughs> that is that is the one thing that You've I can say. Izzy. I am officially Front too soda. old to drink underage. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's upsetting. Hmm. Does it smell hoppier than the Lagunitas? I won't say hoppier. I have a feeling it's going to be a different kind of hops. It's I mean, the Lagunitas, I find, is extremely well it's hopped. It's fruity, though. I'm trying to remember. Victory has got this great space out in Downingtown. Um, it's sort of a little awkward to find in the town, but it's like once recessed a little bit, right? Right. We it looks there. like a warehouse. Soft pretzels. Yes. Yes. You got quiche. Nice. I, I couldn't believe I took you to a brewery and you got quiche. But it was whatever. Quite nice. Um, I was probably a little hungover. I think I wanted eggs. <laughs> eggs are my hangover food. Um, that was the day that started our epic, epic day. Um. Which one? Uh, the first one we ever had that went from there to TJ's to, to downtown for margaritas to... Did we go to Teresa's too? Yeah, I think so. Because that's when I learned that Teresa's was that close to... Yeah. And you said, oh, well, my friend is having a thing. And so then we went and got margaritas and then we went to the Rancid room for the first time. Oh, is that when we met up with Rob? No, it was no. a girl. Why does that figure? Of course. Well, the only reason Rob was in town was he was a professor. No, this was a month before Rob. It was July. Anyway. Margaritas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My friend Carrie. Yes. Right before she moved to New York. New York. Yes. New York. I am. Um, I have to meet one of his girls more than once before I remember their name. I don't think that's all Usually bad. they don't have names at first. It's true. <laughs> she shall go unnamed. No, she has names. a label. Don't Actually, tell any of them. <laughs> one, of my, uh, one of my favorite times drinking non-beer. What? Um, in the past year was when we went to Distrito. Yes. Oh my God, that was such an epic that day. That was a phenomenal. I'm so, so sad that you weren't there. Phenomenal. What did I, we do I before cried. some bad? We saw her movie. That's right. That was the day that my was, movie. I, was I know. Trying you were, you were a little we were tender doing. that day, and there was just some some bad communication that happened, and we kowtowed to the girls, oh. and it it looked like it was and going you know to be what? a royal wreck. We did not. Both of us were both. This is a terrible idea. We, we do not, not want to go here. We want to go to Tria. I will that say is what we want to do. That if it weren't for you and I, that day would not have turned out as a day. Exactly. We made that day happen. Well, I wasn't there and I was sad about it, so relive it for me now and let me enjoy it. What we need to do is do another day at Distrito. I miss Matt. Include Shannon in it this time. Yes, please. So after after your film, members. the girls were like, We always go to Tria, let's go somewhere else. And we were like, But Tria's right there. That's why we go to Tria. Yeah, because we it's go there because right it's there, right there, and there, and it's awesome. And it's always awesome. I do and, like, love you the were debating room. whether you were just heading out or just or are gonna stop there. And uh so we we're like, Fine, fine, we'll do whatever you want. You guys pick a place. And they're like, All right, let's go to the Strito. And I was like, Never heard of it, sounds awful. <laughs> I was being a little petulant, all right? It, it, it's it's, it's good. a Jose Garces restaurant. It's very nice. They've but got... upon walking in there and seeing this gigantic pink room bestowed well, with... Well, first of all, the place was entirely empty, except for, like, the front bar. I love a very that. tiny bar up front. Mm. And we're like, oh, we're just looking for a couple drinks and snacks. And they're like, oh, well, we're doing restaurant week, so every you have to get the prefix menu. And we're like, well, we don't want that. Because we had eaten before the movie. Right. So, like, we weren't hungry. We just, like, wanted to snack on some stuff. And it's basically, like, a tapas-style restaurant anyhow. So they end up, like, taking us all the way upstairs into, like, an even emptier room, sticking us in the very back corner at a table. They were, were hiding like, you. Yeah. And they're like, and so we're like, well, this is what we want. And they're like, oh, well, we can't do that. And we were like, well, all right, fine. There's 
there's six of us here. What if we order three prefix meals? At this like, point, no. at this point, steam is starting to come out of my ears. And Max and I are just like, we Who knew was this it? was a bad idea. I'm confused. Uh, it was Avi, Alex, Alex, you. Who was the sixth? I don't know. I arbitrarily chose that number. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Never mind. The was sixth was six? the seat that I should have taken and I wasn't there. I think there. there was just five. I think there was just five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they're like, well, if you want, you can go sit at the bar and you can order off the menu. And we're like, great, fine. That's, that's all we'll you do. wanted from the get-go. Yeah, that's it's pretty like, much that's, what we all said. All you to do was tell us that from the beginning and this would have been a much more pleasant experience for everyone. And you know what? That was the best suggestion yes, that, anyone has ever made. So, and like, even at first, I think the bartender was just like, it was Sunday. It was probably a little early for him. I'm it was sure he has maybe four thirty, five o'clock. Yeah, but yeah. I, he was just starting. He's probably shift. still ah. hungover. You know, he probably got out of there. At, you know, if he worked the night before, he was probably not going to bed until four or five in the morning. Anyhow. Right. So like, uh, we're lined up at the bar. I ordered last, but everyone in front of me, like, they all ordered the same drink, and he keeps like reaching into the fridge and pulling out this stuff, and he just looks at me and he's like, "If you're gonna order the same thing, tell me now so I can make them all at once." And I was like, "No, I don't think so." And he's like, all right. So, like, he was a little testy with us to start with. Not in a bad way. But, uh, so he gets to me and I was like, I would like you to make me your favorite cocktail. Which is my favorite game to play on bartenders. You really need some theme music to go with that, I think. (laughs) So, he just looks at me and he's like, all right, cool. This is, like, my awesome margarita. And it was, like, it was, like, the platinum of margaritas. And you almost never see got a margarita. Well, well, it's a tequila place. It's it's, oh, yeah, it's it Spanish is, tapas tequila. It is. This is where you go for, and honestly, after having been there, that is where I would go for good tequila drinks. Only if I can sit at the bar and hang out with Matt. Right. Also, Matt is apparently the greatest bartender name ever. Apparently. <laughs> it's true. We know I am really noticing Matt, that. You are not necessarily a great bartender, but if you are a great bartender, your name is probably Matt. Or <laughs> Unless you're a girl. Or Thomas. <laughs> Mr. Tumnus. I haven't seen him in forever. So by the end of the night, which was just a couple hours later, there are just drinks appearing everywhere. There's food coming out of the kitchen. He's like, oh, I just ordered this stuff for you guys. It's like, it's all good. You know, and we're just trying everything. We're like getting ready to go. And he just goes up on the very top shelf and pulls down this beautiful bottle of tequila, something or other. And he just pours one little glass. That was the whiskey tequila. And he hands it to me. And he's like, I think you'll like this. And I was like, okay, great, what is it? And he's like, ah, oh, it's, you know, 15-year-old tequila or whatever. And take a sip of it. And I, was like, I was like, this tastes like whiskey. And he's like, I know. <laughs> he's like, how good is that? It was incredible. And so I'm just like, this is an outrageous occurrence. <laughs> so I would like to say, in my own mind, we won the bartender over, and he definitely won us over. Oh, yes. No, yeah. he, he made the entire excursion more than worthwhile. Mm-hmm. I and was... I hope somehow this message gets relayed to him. Matt, you're awesome. You are incredible. I was sitting alone at Tria waiting for you guys to show up. You were alone. You were with your husband. <laughs> but I will say that based on that story, which was a great story, it's probably good I didn't go because I had to drive home after, and that does not sound like a three-hour drive. Have... That, no, you did not want to <laughs> drive long distances at all after that occurrence. I wanted to stumble to a cab is what I would want to do after a night like that. I was surprised that I didn't just fall asleep outside. I actually ended up going out after that, even. Well, that... My friend Avi was going to meet up with her brother, who's a musician. And he was, uh, he Bluegrass. was practicing in a loft um, in, like, Northern Liberties area, basically. So we all went over there. Well, we all means me, Alex, and Avi. 
and they're playing on like the ninth floor of this loft looking out over like abandoned train tracks and there's like this bluegrass beauty coming from all these fiddles and stuff as I walk in the door and I'm just like what is this enchanted evening I walked into and it was like this not too hot summer day and they're like how oh, do you want a beer and I was like I don't know but they had like a good selection of beers and I was like I do want a beer how coincidental I was like you guys are just this is great and I just sat there and like for three hours I think I just stood around and just listened to this like jam session happening which was just them practicing and I was just like this is heavenly and the sky was like purple you said nice things about summer Ian I'm so excited well there was a lot of tequila involved. that's true that helps a lot I'll say nice things about pretty much anything if there's tequila involved Tequila and I are not entirely friends, mm -hmm. though you do make a fantastic tequila cocktail with the... Uh, I hope that isn't the infused jalapeno tequila Yes! Cocktail. It sure is. You can't tell me that's a bad oh, cocktail. Oh, good lord. It is fine until it's, the next day. Yeah, it's delicious that night. Mm. What do you want me to do? Follow it up with some ice cream Remove or something. Remove the capsaicin or something? <laughs> no, that would be bad. Follow, also, it, follow the, it up with an ice cream the, course. Uh, cocktail that I stole from Barclay Prime is pretty awesome, too. That's a tequila-based one. That one I like a lot. Um, I just have trouble processing it because I don't like maple syrup at all. But when you make them, they're always good. Max, I can I have kinda, a little wallop, please? I felt kind of, I don't know, like a rebel at one point. I went... I was on like a big kick of that drink. I was drinking it all the time. I was making it at home. I was going out to restaurants and trying to order it, but no one could really make it. And finally, it, so I got it from a, a Steven Star restaurant, Barclay Prime, the steakhouse. And I was like, this is really good. And uh, I just happened to be at Tinto one night, which was, which was a, a Garces restaurant. And I was like, hey, this is a little odd, but do you have these ingredients? And the guy's like, yeah, I think we do. And I was like, is there any chance that I could get that in cocktail form? And he's like, yeah, I think we can make that happen. So it was the closest approximation I've had outside of the one I actually had and the ones I make for myself. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm, this is such like a crazy sounding drink. Like, where'd you get it? And I was just like, ha, I stole it from Barclay, your competition. <laughs> <laughs> Which they're not because they're completely different restaurants. But as far as there's like two big restaurant guys in Philly and it's Jose Garces and Steven Starr. We, um, the one night we were at Village Whiskey, you described it to them, and they didn't really make that per se, but whatever they made was kind of tasty, and it, it was. It's, it's a little and lighter. I've, I've had lots of, of nice, like, oh, this is also good, but... Do you want to describe it to our listeners? Sure. It's, um, a Reposado Tequila, which is the darker tequila. Uh, it is a splash of lime, maple syrup, and, uh, cayenne pepper. I did not have cayenne in my spice cabinet until that cocktail. You shake it all up. Cayenne is delicious. You Dump know what cayenne's amazing on? Tequila. Anything. Mac and cheese. Ooh. Ooh. You might have gotten Challenge my attention. Accepted. Bacon, cayenne pepper, basil. Sounds good. Mix it all. I know we talk about cheese. bacon a lot here, but I felt like a bad person today. I was flipping through Facebook. And one of my vegetarian friends had a picture of a baby, baby, baby pig. Oh, so delicious. And it said bacon seed and i was like that's awesome that's funny i tried to put it on your wall Wait, one of your vegetarian friends had that on yeah well she said and to think i was a vegetarian until three years ago <laughs> if something's well, gonna make you, you crack know, it should a, be bacon it's a right? known it's a known fact and i learned this on the internet um <laughs> that uh millions and millions and millions of innocent plants are murdered every year by vegetarians they're so mean 
All they do is just chop down forests. They're deforesters. Like that Kelly character. <laughs> no? She the one that you bought the uh, sunflowers for? No, De- DeForest Kelly is a person's name. Oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, mistress. <laughs> <clears throat> so thoughts on the victory so far? Uh, it is less wallopy. I would say it's not very wallopy. No. I'm, I'm going to have to say not wallopy at all, actually. Which is... It's interesting because now I'm going to say, if you're going to name something like this, the palate wrecker was delicious, but it didn't wreck our palates. The tongue buckler was fantastic, but it didn't buckle our tongues. Yeah. I'm going to be this honest. This is a nice balanced IPA, but it's not wallet. I'm going to I'm gonna give my two cents on this beer. First off, you get what you're paying for. Oh, did you? Well, I shouldn't have told you what it costs. Hey, it's a great deal. It was $8 originally. Secondly... If you read the back of that bottle, it tastes like that's how it was brewed. Oh, I didn't read I it. I haven't read the back of the bottle. Now we're now we're intrigued. No, I'm not saying I'm not going to finish my beer. It's I fine. No, I mean as far as it, 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 it tastes like, uh, hey, this is a beer that a guy made and drink it. Yeah. Hoppiness is happiness. That's a pretty good life motto, though. No, I'm it? I'm not arguing with the motto. I'm not arguing with anything. I'm just saying completely the fact that. I definitely was not walloped. I think I bought the last case of Hop Slam in the greater Philadelphia area today. <laughs> you very well may have. Um, That's what you do. You come up here, you steal all of I our Hop Slam. I poach your beer, and then I run away. Um, what we can't do is have it until Jason is on the podcast, because it's his favorite. Can we not have it on the podcast, or can we not have it at all? No, on the like, podcast. can I buy a six-pack off of you, is my question. <laughs> no, but I might gift you a bottle. <laughs> Wow. That's so much better than buying a six-pack. <laughs> One bottle for free is not better than six bottles for pay. If you did that to six people. Can I be six of those people? <laughs> How many hats Maybe. do you have, Ian? Can you just keep coming back in a new hat and see if I notice? I say, madam, <laughs> oh. would you happen to have any hop slam for free? Hop slams. Oh, my. Come on with my Groucho marks. <laughs> Who knows? I'm your long-distant cousin. No, yesterday I was in a two-piece suit. Now I'm in a three-piece suit. I must be a different person. Oh, DeForest Kelly was born only two days before me in the 1920s. <laughs> oh, is that a boy or a girl? Itself. It's a boy. It's Jackson DeForest Kelly. So I don't have to go as that person tonight no, to the party. He was an actor. You know, they had much better names back in the day. They sure did. My favorite, my favorite name of all time has to be the Bing legendary, the legendary jazz pianist Thelonious Sphere Monk. We featured him. Yes, Whose we... middle name is Sphere? Sphere. <laughs> who, who, that's following your first name of Thelonious. I want to be an octagon when I grow up. Thelonious is a pretty awesome name. It was a great beer, too. I actually enjoyed that thoroughly. That was it was really good. It was really good. And they have a Facebook page. We put, our, we put the link to that particular podcast on their Thelonious sure Facebook page. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to blame the... Um, Keychain industry. That's what ruined names because once you can only fit so many letters. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. I uh, I have to admit that I Not have a lot uh, of Anastasias. I have there. two different names that I go by, and both are three letters. I do not have a keychain for either. And There's I'm no proud Maxes? to say that. I'm proud to say that. I don't want He's one. He's not saying they don't exist. Oh, I'm sure. I'm fairly certain that they exist. I just don't want one. Fair enough. The last thing that I need is a keychain with my name on it. Because then I could go steal your Mustang. I'll tell you Mustang. what I've never done exactly. with a keychain is 
use it for anything. Uh, I disagree. I have two sets of keys. Each one has a bottle, bottle opener, opener on it. Bottle opener keychains are different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Although I have, it's called the Brewski. And it looks like a key and it's a bottle opener. Nice. Which I have on a ring with other keys. So like. it's actually the Bruce key. Yes. I used to have two keychains and only one bottle opener. But and I quickly realized sad. that, yes, that was terrible if I had the other set of keys with me. So I had to quickly remedy that. And thankfully, Pinocchio's gives away free keychains. You sure do. I need to get a bottle opener on my work keys. Yes, you do. I have one for you if you'd like. I use that at work a lot, just, actually. I want an excuse to go to Pinocchio's. Oh, well, we can get behind that. Okay. What I are you doing tomorrow? one right now, and we could still get an excuse to go to Pinocchio's. It's not the I'm same. I'm really craving some pizza. It's not the same. <laughs> You did not sell that at all. Pinocchio's You're just hungry. Is great. He's been hungry for the last. Have like, we ever mentioned that on the hours. podcast before? I'm sure yeah, we Pinocchio. have. Plenty. Great place. But oh, Pinocchio's Media, Pennsylvania, to... amazing place. Do you know what it is? Two things. Number one, we talked about it. We talked about Capone's because Capone's is an Italian. That's right. Yes, and then you talked about it when you dropped Alex off to go to a That's bridal right. shower. Oh yes, that was the best day ever. See, <clears throat> okay, obviously you need Somebody to listen to our podcast. <laughs> I was there, and I don't... That's the problem, is that when you're there for them, you don't remember much afterwards. Ah, uh, it's a story of my I life. will say, I always enjoy editing them. I'm always like... We said I'll always, I'll always smile and laugh and be like, oh, I remember that, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> this that is what I sound like, like three beers say. in. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to morph our podcast into something responsible. I hope not. You know, Why would we morph We're never going to become a C++ podcast, you know, just because... Oh, it's a programming language? Or at least it was, like, in the 1980s. I don't know if it is anymore. But... Oh. Look, neither of us know even what it means. Sounds so like chances are barely a passing grade. It's almost like I just asked a trivia question, and you both are looking at me blankly. That's what it feels like right now. That's more or less. I think it's so time. do you have any trivia questions? Uh, do I have some? Yes, but I decided... She does, but she's not going to ask no. them to us because she knows it's a waste of her time. It's traumatic for everybody now, and I'm pretty sure the listeners are like, why do you even bother? Because... I would hope they learn things along the way. Well, they learn stuff. And we learn, too. That's what we should do. We should start re-asking the old trivia questions. Oh, uh, I've done that a few times. Attention. Well, not on purpose. <laughs> Truth. Um, do you have a three-piece suit, Max? I do somewhere. I a pinstripe just suit. I do. I have actually several pinstripe suits. Not fair. Do you know what I got Ian for his birthday? <sighs> Dude, pray tell. <laughs> you can't guess. You know me how well, and you can't guess. A hat. No. I said you know me, not him. Come now. Oh, well, you got it for him. So now I'm confused. Is it to your taste or is it to his taste? Well, I think it worked out to both, but he can he can tell me otherwise. Can you drink it? No. No. Well, I'm, all, I'm at a loss. Suspenders. Oh, well, I can, I can dig that. I was so excited. He went and he went to one of our costumer friends and got buttons sewn into like seven pairs of pants. I got on it pretty quick too for me. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm usually great at doing something like a year and a half afterwards. Well, it was when we were in Downingtown finding that charming little mom bar. Um, I was going to go to Brooks Brothers because I love their stuff. They have great um, French cuff shirts. They have great cufflinks. They, they do. have all sorts of like just really snazzy style. But when it came to suspenders, they had maybe three to choose from. In Downingtown, there was this little family-owned joint that had like a wall of suspenders to choose from. And part of me wishes I'd gone in. Uh, you should. We should go back next time. You need a haircut. We should go back. 
Let's do it. Um, it'll be good. Go back after they hire a masseuse, though, so you can get the full royal treatment. Nice. Really feel like a lord. They actually pour beer for him while he was getting his hair cut. They gave me a beer. It looked great. And it was like, had, I got to grab a cigar on my way out, too. It was a huge mug, too. When I walked in, it, you looked manly, just sitting there holding this big old mug. I mean, looked manly. I, I am manly. I was manly. You were very manly, but I'm just saying that you cut off half your hair. You looked more manly after the haircut than you did. I think I you look manly that. both ways. Thanks, Twilight. Well, yeah. <laughs> Your haircut looks lovely, by the way. I just say it like I see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always weirder when you're related and you still talk like that. Why would that be weird? I don't. Maybe I'm. Obviously, I'm gonna say that the lesson in there is I'm not close enough with anyone in my family. Ah, well, see, that's the problem. Yeah. Therein lies the problem. Let's get into a uh, psychological discussion here. Ooh. Would you like to lay down on the couch? Um. I would if love I, to I lay down say, on the couch right that, now. Actually, I would turn. I into, might not get back up. <laughs> I would turn into Max on the holiday podcast, and then I'd be snoring into the mic. So I don't think it would go well in the end. There was no snoring. That I could hear. I'm really glad you took pictures though, because he looked so. Sleepy. I looked like a pirate. <laughs> you looked like a sleepy pirate. I did a sleepy Christmas pirate. Isn't that I don't even know what that is. Call it Max, the sleepy Christmas pirate. Is that the night that you guys stayed up with Jason to yeah. like? Until well, that's because he had a nice morning. little nap. Oh, is that that's what it why was? That's he was able to stay oh, up. I felt like a champion after that. That was I amazing. Could not. I was blown away. I just am a champion. That's <laughs> like naps <laughs> for children. I love naps. And infants. I'm actually really good at power naps. Just give me eight minutes or so and I can I come I took back. one of those today. Did you really? That's great. Awesome. I'm pretty sure that when you fall asleep, I just assume you're going to be unconscious for the next four hours. Mm, it depends. And what time of day it is and yeah. how exhausted you are. Well, also like every time I go to bed, I'm still very attuned of like when I need to be awake. So when that happens, I wake up. It's good. So your internal clock is all... Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty synced. I know we talked about it on the last podcast, but we do have updates to our website, which I would love to draw people's attention to. Some menu items. After, yeah, all of this talk of our beer dinners, I do like people menus. kept emailing us asking us for sample like, menus. So do you actually cook food or is it like frozen fish? <laughs> no. It's not frozen fish. It's not. Fish no fish. trusting the Gordon's fisherman here? No. <laughs> Maybe the cousin Max fisherman, but not Gordon. Uh, so there are three the sample menus up there now. I believe five, six, and seven courses. Um, so you can see some of the types of beer we like to enjoy in our off time, as well as the types of food that we cook. Uh, some of the types of food that we cook. True. We're very versatile that sure way. Are. But hop on there. Uh, what we did was we moved all of our YouTube videos to just our YouTube channel because I don't like clutter. So I would much rather you get to enjoy some menus and some reviews and obviously always our podcasts. Um, I think we've got to get a picture of Cousin Max up there on the site somewhere. No. No? Not going to happen. He must forever be anonymous. Oh. Well, we'll think about it. There's a couple good songs that go that way, I think. We'll we'll think about it. All right. We'll wait until the the summer rolls around and your vampire self has a little color, and then we'll see what we can (laughs) do. No, no, my vampire self will never have a little bit of color. He stays indoors more. (laughs) More. Oh, thank you, Count. All right, I think it's time to wind down. Um, will you be with us next time? Because I loved having you back. I will. All right. That's uh, that's never a problem. I'm I'm always a big fan Sounds of being like around. Quite a treat. I it, treats are one of my favorite things in the world, actually. Mm, dog business. Speaking of favorite things in the world, I did want to end with one thing. Yes, please. 
<clears throat> Delirium Tremens. This is not a... Oh, I do like that. But no, it is something else. Um, contrary to common belief... Are you proposing? No. Okay. I wouldn't do that without the responsible party being present. I thought it was all a ploy to get um, her to listen to the podcast. I was really impressed. No, <laughs> but... uh it's like, hey, once you listen to all of our podcasts, you'll get a present. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was it was a bit of something that I have uh, typically not been a big fan of because I typically suck at it. Um, but I did want to pose Cringe. a question. We were talking about, you know, things that are favorite, you know, things that we enjoy. The number one beer sold in the world, enjoyed by more people in the world, is not say, quite what you think it is. I would say Guinness. Heineken. Neither. Neither of them are even in the top five. Really? The top beer in the world is actually something that I've never had myself. It is a Chinese beer. Oh, uh, well, that's why. I know. I mean, it does. It's not Kirin. That's Japanese. What is it called? Singtao? Snow beer. Snow beer. I Snow beer. It's a lager. Beer. Like, most of the, uh, most of the of top five are actually all lagers, actually. I believe all of the top five are. I'm sorry um, for them. Yes, actually. Have we heard of any of the top five? Only two of them were American. That's okay. Are they Coors and... Bud Light is second and followed by Bud. Ugh. How are those even distinguishable as two different beers? It's... One has less calories. One is less terrible than the other. Wow, you just meditated a little. <laughs> but followed by Corona and by Skull, a Brazilian beer. I've heard of Skull. How many people live in Brazil? Quite a few. Yes. Really? It's very densely Not populated. to mention the fact that if you think about how... South America is. I mean, you know, they America have, is... They have Malbec. What do they need Skull for? <laughs> <laughs> so well, I, you could argue the same thing about Napa versus that's true. Milwaukee. Oh, so true. So I was in Ireland in 2008 for Thanksgiving. I know we've gone over this before. But um, last night there, I went on the literary pub crawl of Dublin. And I was so worried about finding the place that we needed to kick off because I had only gotten lost in... Dublin I had never actually gone from point A to point B like I meant it before that I showed up to the pub like three hours early because I'm thinking it's a pub what's you know there's plenty to do here it's not really a thing were they closed <laughs> no thankfully it was the only place in Dublin not closed but I sat there learning uh rugby and drinking every different kind of stout that I had never heard of before it was a lovely way to spend three hours but I was sitting there with Jason and he looks at a table of students right across the way and he said can you tell which one is the American? And I'm thinking, well, it's Ireland. They're all white. You know, like, how do you really tell? And I stand up just a little bit. And I look over and they're all... Because apparently there. only white people are Americans. Well, no, but it's Dublin. So, I mean, Ireland, they look like us. Only only Irish people are white. That, okay. That's more my point. That's what she was going with. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Either way, I'm sure it was insensitive to some party or another. Just go with it. Um... I look over and there's eight people and seven of them are drinking something out of a pint glass from cider to stout to whatever. And there's one girl in the corner drinking a Corona. <laughs> and I'm like, her, I her, think I can spot the I want to be an American idiot. <laughs> um, did you happen to go to the Porterhouse Brewing Company while you were there? No. They make probably the most phenomenal stout I've ever had. It's in Dublin? It is in Dublin. It is considered the biggest brewery in Ireland. I am thinking of going uh, back to the UK this year. Um, I'm thinking Scotland, but I would like to go for two weeks, which to me would mean a long weekend somewhere else. And I was tossing it up between Ireland or um, London. So I, had I might be willing to go back. At our favorite Scotland. At our favorite weekly Sunday school featuring four-letter four named bar, 
Um, just I, say it. I first, it's, it's gotten so... We just say it too often. Yeah, we say it too often. Um, and now it's for you to decide. But um, I had it once there, and it was in a bottle, and I want to find this on draft somewhere. It is the Porterhouse Brewing Company's 4X Rassler Stout. Spell Rassler. R-A-S-R-W-R-A-S-S-L-E-R-S. Huh. Okay. And it is probably one of the better stouts I have ever had. Continue. I was just going to interject real quick. I had an amazing stout the other day, which cannot truly be called a stout, although it was called My Blueberry Nightmare. (gasps) It's a stout that tastes like sour blueberries. Take those tiny little blueberries. Those tiny little blueberries that are always left at the end of the carton that nobody actually wants to eat because they're so mouth-puckeringly sour. Not the the soft ones, but the ones that are still firm. Not like the blueberry raisins? It's the tiny ones. The little ones that are so sour because they're not fully matured. Sounds like a lambic. It... It's a stout. It tasted like a, stout. It tasted tasted like like a, a cross between a lambic, a sour, and a stout. Did it have a head on it? Was it white? Yeah. It, it wasn't like a purple or no, something? It was, no, I was, I was very, very impressed by the ingenuity. Coming from Italy, nonetheless. Barifico you, del Toro, I think. You don't, find, you don't find a lot of, uh, you don't find a lot of beer. heavier, darker Italian beers. Or, or beer. Or yeah, beers well, in general, touche. really. Sort of but, like... Argentina. Italia is not a great place for beer. But right honestly, I, and that's why I think I appreciated it a little bit more, was the fact that there was a lot of creativity shown in that beer. It's nice to see that there are companies, especially in, a, in, you know, in the old world, being Europe, sprouting up and, and starting to, to, to do things like that. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, I'm sorry to do this because you just got super passionate, but it's time to call it. And roll it over until next week. So can you keep that energy and fire I alive inside of you? I will do my best. Woo! Seven days. Seven days. You we can it. make it through this. Put it in your back pocket. We keep can that make it energy. Everybody, thank you. Um, I'm still on Twitter at Beer Mistress. At Dashing underscore Rogue. And always at Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue. And find those menus at DashingRogue.com. I can't wait to see you next week. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. This is Ian. And uh, this is Cousin Max. Happy Valentine's Day. Aww. See you next time.